Immerse yourself in rich biblical history and Christian heritage with Vision Tours. Exploring Australia, the Holy Lands and other global destinations. Forge bonds of lasting friendship as you fellowship with like-minded believers and discover a new richness in your faith in Christ and a broader understanding of the world's Christian heritage. Enjoy the fellowship of a lifetime with Vision Tours. Explore upcoming tour packages at vision.org.au slash tours. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. So many people are wallowing in the effects of one stubborn sin or another in their lives and they want to be free of its effects. But actually, they don't want to do what they have to do to be rid of it. In effect, sometimes we want a foot in both camps. Problem is, it just doesn't work that way. I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as we finish up this week by taking another look at that one stubborn sin in your life from a different perspective. Well, I don't know about you, but for me this last couple of weeks on the program we've been looking at overcoming stubborn sin once and for all. It's been a real challenge for me and for me too, a breath of fresh air. As we've travelled together through God's Word these last few weeks, you know what's really leapt out for me? The truth that Jesus truly does want to set us free from the terrible effects of those stubborn sins that linger on in our lives. So many people I know, I was just sitting having coffee with a man yesterday, a really successful businessman who was telling me about something in his life, a stubborn sin. And as successful as he is in business, he completely resigned himself to the fact, at least he thought it was a fact, that this stubborn sin would never go away. He was was utterly convinced of that. Man, that is such a tragedy. Does that mean he believes that when it comes to that one particular stubborn sin, that Jesus died and rose again in vain, does does he believe that the cross of Christ is mighty and powerful and able to save everyone from everything except him from that one sin? Evidently so. Well, let me be perfectly blunt. Too many people for too long have been living with stubborn sin, destructive patterns of behaviour that they can be completely free of through a simple yet tenacious faith in Jesus Christ. Today, I want to show you that this truth is for each one of us, for me and for you. See, here's the problem. So many people want a foot in each camp. They want to be free of the destructive effects of stubborn sin, but they don't want to pay the price of letting it go. Let me paint a picture for you. The man who works in a company, he's incredibly competent at what he does. He knows his job backwards, and as it turns out, his skills and knowledge and abilities are invaluable to his employer. But he's incredibly critical. No one else can ever do the job to his standard. And so he complains about people, and he almost always has a bad attitude, and he grumbles, and because no one else can do things to his standard, he becomes a control freak. So, valuable though he may be to his employer, he doesn't have any friends at work. When people organise to go out to lunch together, they they somehow always forget to invite him. The others seem to laugh together and enjoy one another's company, but he's always on the outer. Now, deep down, he knows inside that his attitudes are robbing him of those relationships, but the truth is, he's not prepared to let go of the bad attitudes. And that's what happens. You see, we we justify our sin to ourselves. And we want to be rid of its effects. We just don't want to pay the price of letting the sin go out of our lives. (laughs) Does this sound vaguely familiar? 
We're double-minded about our sin. We want, we want a foot in each camp. We want to be free, but we just don't want to let go. So here's the question. How do we take this decisive step to let go of the sin once and for all? How? Well, I believe that what's required is a truly decisive step, a firm decision, a firm resolve in Christ to make a change. And if you know that you've been double-minded, if, if you've been struggling trying to have a foot in each camp, as it were, and it hasn't been working, I want to share these powerful few verses from the Word of God with you today because I believe that through them, the Spirit of God is going to help you to decide once and for all to let go of whatever stubborn sin has been tearing your life apart. Here they are, Romans chapter 13, verses 9 to 14. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment, they're summed up in this word, love your neighbour as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbour, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from your sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armour of light. Let us live honourably as in the day, not revelling in drunkenness, not in debauchery or licentiousness, not in quarrelling and jealousy. Instead, Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. See, here's what I think God's saying to us through the Apostle Paul. He's saying, you know all the obvious rules like don't commit adultery and don't murder, you know all those ones, the ones we just can't seem to keep because of the stubborn sin in our lives. You want to know what they all boil down to? This, love the people around you. Just love them the way God loved you when he allowed his son, Jesus Christ, to be brutally nailed to that cross for you. Let me ask you, can can you do that? Are, Are you prepared to love others the way Jesus loved you? That's the question God's asking each one of us, you and me, right now. Take a good, hard look at my son, nailed nailed hands and feet to that cross, gasping for breath, dying, bearing the price of your sin in his flesh, that you might be forgiven. Take a good, hard look. Now tell me, now that you see my great love for you, will you love others with that same love with which I first loved you? The day is coming. The the time of your salvation is much, much closer than you might imagine. It is time, my child, for you to live in the light, to lay aside the works of your darkness and put on the armour of light, to replace whatever sin it is that's tearing you apart, replace it with the love that you have in my son, Jesus Christ. Here's the problem God's saying through this passage. You've been making provision for your flesh to gratify your worldly desires. It's time. It is time for you, for each one of us, to decide instead to clothe ourselves in Christ, to put on the Lord Jesus Christ, to stop making provisions for our flesh, to stop pandering to our desires. And this, my friend, this is the crunch point. We start off with all these great intentions. No, no, I won't be selfish anymore. No, no, I won't let my anger ruin my life. But then, you see, then the flesh cries out. The flesh never wants to let go of sin. It never wants to die to self. And so when the flesh cries out and it hurts, when we can't get the gratification that we've become addicted to, a gratification that's no less destructive than than heroin or ice, when we can't get it anymore, we pander to the flesh. 
and we just continue on that downward spiral of self-destruction, which is what sin's all about. Today, today, God is calling you and me to a decisive point in our lives. Listen again to the very call of God to you and to me. Listen, allow it to rest in your heart. Romans chapter 13, verse 14. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Now, I have a question. As the Holy Spirit takes that scripture and begins to do his work in your heart by it, are you prepared to make that decision to die to self, to stop making provision for the flesh as it cries out, and once and for all to clothe yourself with Christ? Because that's what God's calling us to do, each one of us. I can't answer the call for you. Only you can. As you stand and behold the Lamb of God suffering on that cross, let me ask you this. Do you hear his call? He's calling us to die to self and to come, to come and enjoy the new life that Jesus has died to give us. Do you see how much I love you, he's saying? Come, do you hear the call? The question is, how will you answer? definitely has its ups and downs, not to mention the fact that even when things are going well, our own foibles and failures have this amazing ability to rob us of the good things that God has planned. That's why living your best life, the life God always had planned for you, takes power. I mean, serious power. And that's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet, Holy Spirit Power. God's Word is alive and active. Amen. So I am praying that He'll help you lay hold of the incredible power that He has ready and waiting for you. The power to be all that He made you to be through this booklet. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll free on 1300 722 415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. But this is the very last week that it'll be available, so please don't miss out. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1300 722 415. Hey, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time on Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.